work Working on better versions of me Every day so I can become the person I'm trying to be I evolve Every day's another opportunity Getting right and eating good That ain't nothing new to me I thrive To be the strongest and the healthiest I can Yeah, it's all part of the plan What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Work Evolve Thrive podcast. This is a new format, and I'm super excited about this format. I literally just thought about it. I thought about it yesterday and was like, this is a great idea. Now, the format being things I've learned throughout the week. There's going to be three things, something I read, something I listened to, and something that I learned just in my everyday life. What are the three top things I learned this week in my daily learning habits? So read, listen to, and just daily life stuff. We have a couple different formats here. Me and uh, Jen, that's the most important one because duh, I'm with Jen. Me alone, kind of just doing quick ideas and talks. And then this is going to be the third one, things I learn throughout the week. Now, my purpose and passion is to share as much information I can with you guys to improve your lives. Yes, that's primarily, primarily around fitness and nutrition. But we're starting to also get into the relationship side. Jen and I's relationship has improved significantly throughout the past 10 years. And in life, we tend to think about our wellness as kind of just health and fitness, but not about the whole kind of spectrum. So we're going to start to get into literally everything wellness in whole, fitness, uh, mindset, nutrition, relationships, career, anything that we could help each other with is a great step in the right direction. So that kind of goes with my learning habits. What am I learning about? I spend a lot of time learning about self-growth. How can I grow as an individual? How can I get better eating habits, better fitness habits, better relationship habits, better financial habits? And that's literally where I spend most of my time is consuming that information. And the best way to learn something is to teach something. So this podcast really isn't for just for you guys. It's for me also. Because if I could retain the information better, I could use it more efficiently. So we're going to talk about that's maybe maybe this is one of my topics that I've learned this week is how to act more versus just consume, consume, consume. So let's get right into it here. The first thing is read. What did I read this week? What am I reading? How would I rate the book? So what I'm reading is Jay Shetty, his eight rules of love. It's how to find it, keep it, and let it go. Now, this is definitely a chick book. Definitely a chick book. Don't know many other dudes that will read this. I know one. He's much more intelligent than me. He's very well read, and I'm not shocked that he's actually reading it. But for myself, I'm reading it because it's something that I want to improve on or learn how I improved. How would I rate this book? Probably a 6 or 7 out of 10. Not a 10 out of 10, 6 or 7 out of 10. I would recommend it. I would recommend it for anyone who's uh, looking to get in a relationship, anyone who's in a relationship and maybe struggling, uh, anyone who's looking to find some lasting love. I would read the book. For me, I took it as a different perspective. I'm in a very happy and healthy relationship Um, at least on my side, as I believe with Jen. And during this book, I found a lot of parallels with our relationship. And wow, like we followed this kind of blueprint. We followed this structure just subconsciously. And to see it come through in the book was pretty cool to me. I also kind of see it in a different light because I see the self-growth. I am 
like a student of self-growth. How can I improve? How can I take this information and share it to my clients, to my followers, to my members? And the first chapter blew my mind because I didn't expect it to be what it was. And that first chapter is completely about self-love, about developing a strong relationship with yourself, the importance of that. Just want to read a couple things from the book, from this chapter, and that how he really talked about self-love and how to find it. The first thing, I'm going to read this line twice. The very process of learning to understand and love yourself helps you understand the effort required to love somebody else. So if you don't know the effort that you need to put into yourself, how are you supposed to know the effort to put into your loved one? Read it one more time. The very process of learning to understand and love yourself helps you understand the effort required to love somebody else, right? Being in a relationship takes a lot of effort, right? Being in a good relationship with yourself takes a lot of effort. So unless we're putting in the effort for ourselves to do the things we love, how can we do that for somebody else? And that's literally what I did. I took the extreme ownership. I said, I got to figure this shit out. I got to get into the gym. I got to change my diet and lose a bunch of weight. I got to figure it out. I committed the crime. It was my fault we were in a rocky spot. And once I took that extreme ownership and realized, wow, I'm fucked up. I'm in a bad spot. I'm overweight. I hate myself. I'm insecure. I'm not caring about myself. How can I in turn love someone and and take care of a relationship? In this first chapter, he he calls it solitude. You got to get alone. You got to figure yourself out. You got to figure out what your core values are. You got to figure out where you need to grow. Is it in your relationship? Is it in your personality? Is it in your emotional health? Is it in your fitness? Is it in your finances? Where do you need to grow? What is your purpose and passion? We need to figure that shit out. If you don't love yourself, you can't possibly love somebody else to your full potential. That being chapter one was pretty crazy to me. That's what I did without knowing. I was like, fuck, man, I got to figure this shit out. Self-love is so important. And a lot of times our most toxic relationship is the one with ourselves. So if our relationship with ourselves is toxic, how do we expect to have a solid relationship with our significant other, with our spouse? Toxic with ourselves, great with our spouse. That really doesn't sound like it flows. That doesn't sound like we're in a good mental place. That doesn't sound like success. On our journey, that step back for me, I believe was the greatest step towards our success now is figure my shit out. Take that extreme ownership. Yes, I'm doing it for myself. Yes, I had to get very, very selfish. But I was being selfish with my time, with the energy of my direction, so that I could improve my relationship, so that I could become a better father, so that I could be healthier and live longer, so that I could be more capable, right? So that's why that was pretty interesting to me in this book. Rule number one, figure your shit out. Love yourself. Improve that relationship with yourself. Take some time away. Find solitude. Find time alone. 
That feeling of loneliness is scary, but that's where we kind of learn who we are. Find loneliness, find time, grow in the areas you're lacking. If we're never alone, we don't know where we're lacking. And all of that time, finding, loving yourself and building confidence within yourself will in turn help your relationship. All right, that's what I read. Jay Shetty, eight rules of love, seven out of 10 for me. Um, But I definitely think it could help a lot of people especially struggling in some relationship or looking to find the love of their life. All right, what I listen to. I listen to a lot. I walk a lot and I always listen to podcasts. I listened to two great ones this week that I might go back and listen to multiple times. Number one, Lewis Howes on the Ed Milet Show. Lewis Howes on the Ed Milet Show was a tremendous podcast, a great listen. Guys, these are free listens. If you got, that one's an hour. If you got an hour, definitely listen to it. It can be a game changer. Number two, it was Alex Hormozzi on Andy Frisella's Real AF podcast. That one's like three hours. Again, it goes in two parts. So I think like one's an hour and 20, one's an hour and 30. Both are like extremely great listens. I wasn't a fan of Alex Hormozzi really that much. I kind of think he's annoying. But after this podcast, I was like, holy shit, this dude is fucking brilliant. So I just took a couple notes of the things that I learned um, to ring true to me and my life and coaching. Number one, Andy asked Alex what he believes about information overload. There's just so much information out there, whether it's fitness, nutrition, finance, success. There's just so much information that we could find on the internet. It's like, what do you tell people about information overload? And Alex's response was great. He was like, he's like, yeah, there's information overload, but there's implementation underload. It means, yeah, there's all the information out there, but nobody does shit. I was like, wow, he's right. Even uh, we talk about the nutrition and fitness. It's 99% uh, implementation, 1% information. So it's not necessarily the information you're taking in. It's what you do. It's what you do that matters. It's cause and effect to our actions. Now, I find myself being a huge consumer. Like I'm talking here, I'm reading, I'm listening, I'm reading, I'm listening. I find it myself hard to take action. I always feel like I need, I'm not there. I'm not there. I'm not there yet. I'm not there. I need more. I need more. I need more. And I'm chasing information versus doing the actions. Andy Frisella calls these success zombies. You constantly consume, but you underact. A lot of times I I feel like that's me. Like I have the desire to improve. I have the desire to change my life. I want to learn, 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 learn but I necessarily don't put all that into action. And my advice, a lot of times I have to follow my own advice, it's putting the shit into action, putting it in play. Information's there for each and every one of us. It's can we follow through with the actions? Can we be consistent? They also, uh, he also talks about, there's the information for, for out there for anything. You wanna be uh, a millionaire. You wanna have a six pack abs. You wanna build a car. We could figure out anything. You go on YouTube, you could figure out anything. You buy a book, you could figure out anything. Can we implement the strategies to be successful? Right? That's that's as simple as it is. You want to be a millionaire? What are the strategies of the millionaire? What systems do they follow? What are their daily habits? All I got to do is follow those. I might not become a millionaire, but at least I'll be on that trajectory. What about abs? I want abs. Okay. Who's got abs? 
How do they get there? What are their systems, procedures, habits? What do they do every day? What do they eat? I can figure that out. I can follow that system, those procedures. And maybe I can't get the six-pack abs, but at least I could get close. So it's all about implementation, not that information. And this kind of ties into what Lewis Howes was saying in the Ed Milet podcast. So Ed Milet and Lewis Howes are talking about our story, right? What is our story and what are our fears that kind of hold us back from our story? So Lewis talked about self-doubt being the biggest killer of our dreams. Now, I find that is true with me being a success zombie. I don't believe I'm smart or intelligent. I didn't do well in school. I was kind of an idiot. I failed my SATs. I never took algebra or calculus because I was taking core math. So I completely bombed my SATs. Had a hard time in college. I had a hard time reading. I had ADHD. So I was always kind of the dumb kid. So self-doubt is a big issue for me when it comes to intellectual stuff. Yeah, I could go out there and work out. Yeah, I'm pretty good at everything. Like I'm an average, not great at anything. I'm a pretty good average uh, player in sports. I'm average coach. Uh, I'm an average educator, I would say. I'm pretty much in the middle. That self-doubt is huge for me. Now, he based on we really have three fears. Three fears. Number one, failure of uh, f- fear of failure. Number two, fear of success. Number three, fear of judgment. And those are the three things that really kind of hold us back. And going back to me, I feel like my biggest fear is fear of success. I feel like I'm not worthy. Again, I have that low self-esteem, low view of my intelligence. So I, I just don't feel like I'm good enough to be successful. So anytime I try and almost find success, get a little momentum, get a little growth, I hide. I back up. I I retreat a little bit. I'm not really scared about judging me. I don't really give a fuck. But I know a lot of people are scared what other people think. So fear of judgment is huge. Fear, fear of failure, right? You feel you're, you're scared you're going to fail maybe because other people are judging you. So that fear of judgment is huge. And I, I think they were talking about the most successful people are the ones that aren't fearful of judgment, the ones that don't give a fuck. So I'm hoping that translates to me. We'll see in the future, right? If I put the systems and procedures and habits that all successful people have, hopefully one day I'll get there. I have pretty lofty goals for the next 10 years. And Alex Ramosi, this was in another podcast, but you know, when we have that fear, when we have that lower self-esteem, how do we like overcome that? And it's small daily actions to prove to ourselves we are who we say we are, right? That's why I'm on here today. Am I who I say I am? Yeah, I get my two workouts in a day. Yeah, I focus on my nutrition 90% of the time. Yeah, I try and improve my relationship every day. Each and every one of those actions are who I say I are and hope in turn that continues to build my confidence, continues to build my knowledge base, continues to build my growth. All right. That's what I've listened to. Now, the last one this is my most important one and my favorite one from the week is what did I learn this week? I learned that I need to spend more time individually with my children and maybe my wife. We'll, we'll go there. We'll, get, we'll, we'll talk about uh, that later. I'm sure she's going to like that one. 
everything we do, I'm like, let's do it as a family. Let's do it all four of us. We go out to dinner, all four of us. We go on a trip, all four of us. I want to be the best dad I could possibly be. And I found out today, well, yesterday, is alone time is tremendous with the kids. That one-on-one time, that one-on-one conversation, that one-on-one bonding is amazing. My kids are 11 and 9. Everything's always been together. Let's go together. You feel a little guilt one versus the other. I don't want to take this one. I don't want to take that one. Um, Jen is much better than I am with that. She'll go shopping with one and then later she'll go shopping with the other one. For me, it's like, let's do this activity together. Let's do it as a family. Me and Kinsley had a day. We went out. Uh, we went for a ride. I had to go up to Danbury to drop something off. We stopped at Hoodoo Brown. We both love Hoodoo Brown. And then we went to her hockey. She played a hockey game. And then we went out on a date to Capitol Grill. And spending the entire day with her was just, it was fun. It was great. Um, we had good conversation. And that alone time was amazing. And I need to add that in more. Every year in my goal sheet is be a better father. It is not it is not an easy thing. It's constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. And I know I could constantly improve. So what I learned this week, I need to spend more alone time with each of the girls. And maybe Jen. We'll even throw that in there in there for Jen. A couple alone date nights. I know she likes to egg me on to go to trips with her, but I always feel guilty about leaving the kids. So if we want to have our ultimate, strongest possible relationship, I got to incorporate some more of that alone time. Well, Thanks for listening. If you're looking for a read about love, Eight Rules of Love by Jay Shetty. If you're looking for two good podcasts, Alex Hormozzi on Andy Frisella's Real AF on any podcast platform. Uh, It's a lot about business, a lot about self-development. And then Lewis Howes on Ed Milet, all about self-development. Great podcast. And if you want to, spend some alone time with your kids. It was a blast. Need to incorporate it more. Thanks for listening. Talk to you guys all soon.